Welcome to Use Your Words Podcast, where we believe in intelligently spoken conversations. So, yeah, so, you know, and like I, like I, and like I will admit, like I said, uh, some, one, uh, I can talk, <laughs> or not, <laughs> yeah, or not. Welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast. I have Aaron Sniffling Johnson with me once again. Uh, so if you hear some weird edit type things, uh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I, I man, it's been like this for a while now. Yeah, it's been a couple. I, 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 it's been a couple recordings now. That's it's like been that. several. Yeah, I'm like I, oh boy, you you have long haul COVID, and you're just sitting here. I just don't know it. <laughs> yep. But anyways, welcome to another episode. Uh, this one, I think th- this one actually started as a meme on Timcast. Actually, I don't know if you've ever oh, heard of this. Uh, heard Tim say this sort of stuff. It, it, he always goes, "Well, culture in America has stagnated," and you know, I was thinking about. It, I was like, "No, it really has actually um, stagnated in the cu- past couple of years." And if you look at some of the things in how you can look at a stagnant culture inside of a company. And you compare that to some of the things that are going on in um, in American culture, uh, specifically. I'm not going to say world culture because obviously every country is a little bit differently. On sometimes for the good, sometimes for not good. The worst. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're we're having some of that. Uh, so I, I wanted to talk about that because I, I I look at what's going on, and this was triggered in my head. Not that I was triggered in and of itself, but this was triggered in my head. When I saw that Skyrim is releasing yet another version, they're releasing the anniversary edition of Skyrim, and I was like, "Really? This you know is I'm a, buying that. This is another version of Skyrim, which is right hot on the heels of Quake One being re-released, which is hot on the heels of um, wow, I just lost the game name in my head, um." Well, as like a remaster Diablo thing? two Diab- being oh, re-released. Never, never done that. Yep, that's being re-released soon. Which is hot on the heels of World of Warcraft vanilla, essentially being re-released. Why World? Of- why not RuneScape? Did they ever re-release RuneScape? Nah, dude, I don't okay. know. Okay, <laughs> so they're not contributing to this crazy thing. No. You know, on top of remake after remake, how many remakes of Spider-Man do we have? nowadays remakes of spider-man how because we like, had the toby Maguire spider-man right yeah well, we have the who? current spider-man we had a spider-man in between there yeah different it's, actor yeah. Yeah. well you can say i mean you can say with james bond then too because there's been how many well but yeah but but yeah, with james bond still. for the most part they kind of continue on a story at, at like independent yeah. stories with the spider-man remakes it's like oh spider-man one of this new actor let's do a new origin story Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> and it's like, how many... But Spider-Man's sick! And yes, I get it in the comic books. There are so there are various different Spider-Mans across the multiverse. Yes. Which, I, that was... The, the Into the Spider-Verse is really good. No, it, it is good. That the, is a good one. But that one actually isn't a remake. That isn't a, a new... It's actually combining multiple sources because it brings back... Right. Um, 
was it the Tobey Maguire Peter Parker or a different one? One of those uh, other yeah. older ones. And it brings him into it. So, yes, and it's a Miles Morales, not a new version of Peter Parker, Peter Parker. from the start. <laughs> yeah, this, this, that's true. And Matt... <sighs> you know, and I'm not counting, yeah. you know, I'm not counting in this The Fast and Furious, which has like 50 oh, billion sequels. My, okay. All right. You know what? I, okay. Because I enjoy the racing. I enjoy whatever the action stuff and stuff, whatnot. But I did go see the ninth one. Okay. And, ah, well, I guess, sorry, spoiler alerts for anybody that listens to this and it includes cars yeah it does well yeah but like okay so like things that happen is like they bring people from every movie into it Uh now granted i think the only one that's really at this point different for like the main characters is the tokyo drift one which is like the third one where it's just like completely different like main character it's not the vin diesel and okay uh, brian right okay doesn't matter go on so, yeah, it like so it brought them all together, and they ended the movie kind of how like the first. Well, I guess a lot of them ended with like them all coming to dinner at the end, or like the first one especially though, like at the table at the end, and like they brought people back from the first movie that were in the end scene. So I was like, all right, this is a great way to just cap it off, be done with it, yeah, whatever. It's like, because one, it's just, they get, they're just getting more and more obnoxious. It's like, this is stupid now. Because, I mean, I watched one through eight again, pretty much, just to kind of like re-bring everything that had, well, my mind when I went to go see the ninth one. Yep. And I was like, please just be done with it after this. Because it's just getting, I mean, it's been nuts after the f- fourth one, whatever. I don't know. Okay. And of course... At the end, after the some of the credits, there's a new scene. And now there's going to be another one. And I'm just like, why? Yep. Just please stop. They actually released two days ago when this is coming out. The 10th one? It's coming out in 2023. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... Yeah, stuff with that. I mean, that, you, can, you, can, you should only go so far with this. Yeah, it's so I I, I I I don't include them in this whole reboot thing, you know. You know what I looked it up. Marvel's Spider-Man, right? So yeah. Spider-Man has been rebooted 3 different times in 15 years. That's the Toby Maguire, the whatever. Yeah, and the current other one. guy's names are. So so 3 different origin stories in 15 years. And we're not talking like they had just like one movie and then reboot. It was That's Spider-Man 1 2, two three, 3 reboot. reboot. 1 2 3 reboot. And now we're on one, and now we're on the third one. So are we getting ready for another? Hold up. Wait, what? <laughs> Spider-Man 3 of this third reboot is just getting ready to come out here shortly. Oh, I thought we were past it. No. It's was like, the Homecoming the first one? No, Homecoming was like the second or something. Like, there, oh, no, I saw it, one no, after Homecoming that. was one, Far From Home, and then. Oh, yeah. I've only, okay, so I first saw Far From Home. And now it's uh, no oh. something home, another home one. Oh. Yeah, it, so we got. So it. then, after this, there's going to be another reboot. Knowing Marvel, probably not. But I, I'm just saying, we've had how many reboots of the same, essentially this, same stuff, but d- done different. But still, it's yeah, I yeah, I get that. 
I, I what we recently had a Star is Born be rebooted. That's in our movie. Oh, that's been done three times, right? Three or four times. I don't know. Pet Cemetery, The Orphanage. Yeah, that's stupid. You know, I still haven't seen the Pet Cemetery. And then there's it, I guess. Uh, Green Lantern, The Hulk. <laughs> yeah, we have all those. Um, what else? Even with the all- Crow, The Orphanage, An American Werewolf in London, Dirty Dancing. Um. Yeah, I, I actually didn't know they are going to redo Dirty Dancing, but they are going to be redoing that one. It's like, wait a minute. Why don't we create new stuff? So uh, Dune they're redoing. Who? What? Dune, the movie. Oh. Yeah, it's a sci-fi movie, so I I, okay. I, I I don't blame you for not knowing that. So we're redoing that. Um, what are they doing? Starship Troopers, War Games, American Psycho is up potentially for a reboot. It's like, why are we re... Because that's what it was... You know, it's one of those things is that it was great, and it always will be great, and we shouldn't... We should never have, like, stopped it, you know? Don't kill something when it's worth keeping around. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I mean, I get it if we were... If we had a movie that was, like, let's say the creed in the 50s, right? Yeah. You know, crazy, low budget, you know, nothing good, but it was a good movie... And it's like, oh, this would be so much better with if special effects. you could bring effects. it to life kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But. Like Tarantula. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would be a cool one to see redone. But, or the Giant Mantis. Yes. But we, I mean, and then we get that and it's like, oh, great. We got another reboot of the same story. Right. For just the whatever time. You know. You have, um, Batman has also been subject to this as quite a bit of times, too, where it's been rebooted. A few times, you had your Affleck Batman. You had all the all the very all the various act Clooney. Um, yeah, yeah. I I like well the Christian Bale ones. I the like Christian Bale ones. ones. Yeah. Um, for Ben for Ben F Affleck Affleck whatever, hasn't he only been part of one, or has he been in more than one Batman movie? Uh, he's. Yeah, because I thought it was he, I thought he was just in Batman versus Superman so far, but I haven't been paying attention. Yeah, too much. I I haven't been paying attention too much. But again, reboot upon reboot, it's like right. How many times can we see Batman? Well, even like Superman, Superman Man of too. Steel. How many times can we see the same movie <laughs> over, over and, over, and, and over and over again? And right. it's just like it's like you know what to expect. You know the general premise of it. it obviously, they might change like, oh, we we're gonna change this line of dialogue. <gasps> It's not brand new. It's, dude, this is new stuff. But we got that, and it's just like... Well, God. what happens with the games that are remastered? Is that different for you, or is that okay? Like, no, is that, that not that, okay? That annoys that... me as well. Yeah. Remastering... Now, there's remaster and remake. Yes. So what's the difference between the two, from your perspective? Remastered is just like upgraded like visuals and maybe sounds overall, but remake would be... I don't know, like, do you just add the new spin to things? Because, like, I guess, because as far as, like, for, like, for the music area of it, um, because there's been, well, that would be, I guess, remastered versus remixed. Right. And so, like, for August Burns Red, they've had two, well, not, well, two albums were remixed 
for their 10-year anniversary of it. Okay. Now, this the most recent 10-year anniversary was fully re-recorded. So that's kind of cool. But anywho, for like the remixed ones, it's just like you, they, I mean, they changed... Uh, I, I guess they, I guess modernized to the point like the sound that they got from the. Uh, it was it was different. It was just it's like okay. some of the drums were. I okay, mean, it probably but, wasn't original stuff. It was just added in stuff. But what's your take on that overall? As far as like for like the re, I I enjoy the remastered stuff and. I don't know. I enjoy the remastered stuff for, like, the games. Mainly because I just like it when, I mean, if it was an older game and it's mm-hmm. remastered and it's, like, really nice and, like, clear and, I mean, oh. it looks good. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and, and I get that. Like, let's say it's, like, let's take, yeah. for example, um, oh, what game was that that recently did that? Blood Souls. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Or no, Dark Souls. Sorry, Dark Souls. Dark Souls 1. Oh, Dark Souls 1. Yeah. You know, that, so originally when cool. it came out, it came out on older hardware. Yeah. Okay. You, you think about Spyro too, because they remastered Spyro. Yeah. So it came out on older hardware. It had some limitations. And then they're like, okay, we're going to re. Did they, for Dark Souls, was that a remaster or a remake? I thought it was a remastered. Okay. So re, they remastered it for newer hardware. In that case, I get it because a, a lot of these games don't necessarily have backwards compatibility built into them for newer consoles. Right. So, and if you like the game, I get that. You know, they're doing yeah. it in addition to whatever they're releasing. Okay. Yeah. Now. But, so did you see that? Well, I'm sure you have Dead Space. Yeah, Dead Space is having one too. Yeah. Now I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm excited for it regardless, but. Playing like through Dead Space One with Nico, just with him like boosting the resolution and like just making it in a nicer picture from like the game, like playing on his computer, mm-hmm. it's still a great looking game for what it is. But yeah, yeah, and it's when you're taking stuff that's like that and you're, you're it's like you're, taking you're Nintendo sixty four games. Like oh my gosh, yeah, good old man. I was, I was playing. Like some of the old like was was the Golden Eye uh, James Bond on Nintendo sixty four. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, and you have some of those things. You know, when, when there's a technological difference. Yeah. Like I'm talking, like I said, when it's a movie that's old, you know, it's black yeah. and white, has doesn't have special effects, or it's an old game from like NES, SNES, Nintendo sixty four. You know, technical limitations of why you can't play it today on modern consoles. I get it. A remake yeah. or or whatever is great. But it's like Final Fantasy series. I play I play JRPGs a lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Final Fantasy One has had I don't know how many re-releases. Mm. You know, in some of the ver- versions they go, oh, we're gonna upgrade them to 3D, right? Well, they just did a new re-release of one of they're doing a one through six Final Fantasy one through six. And they're like, oh, we're gonna go back to the original pixel versions for all one through six. So previous releases were upgraded to 3D. I understand that. You know, you're you're changing the technology behind it. You're changing the graphics. You're making it better. Quality of life improvements. And they're like, oh nope. Well now we're gonna go back to pixels. So we're redoing all. The, I'm like, why? What is going on? How many huh. re-releases do we need? It. It's almost like the Spider-Man <laughs> all over again. Yeah. It's just here. Let's re-release this and re-release this and re-release this. We're not continuing the story. 
we're not making alterations to the story. We're releasing the same cookie cutter thing and our programmers are just updating the graphics or the tech behind it real quick to make it happen. Right. We're not innovating. We're not continuing to create new things in that regard when that sort of stuff happens. And that kind of what annoys me because I get it. There's that nostalgia factor, you know, hence why bands do their 10 year tours and their 10 year <gasps> yeah. albums. And they're, they're like, here's our 10 year album re remix, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I get that to a point, but as long as, as long as they're not using that as their only thing, like if they're still oh. continuing to make new music yeah. and they're like, okay, for your nostalgia people, we're going to do this. Okay, fine. Right. I mean, I guess that's, uh, yeah, for, uh, I think the, for me, the big, the coolest thing about that is it's like throughout their whole time of touring, like there's still like several songs from each album that they've never played live. Right. So it's just that chance to go see that song that you you'll never see live again. It's just like <gasps> if there's like one like for me, I don't know. They they do a good, well, I don't know, good job of playing a lot of songs that I enjoy a lot. But then they're like there's always a couple on the album where like, man, you really need to play this one live, but they never do. So this is a chance to be like see that and it's going to be sick. And see other things that annoy me too, like Disney. They're, they're remaking all their animated into live action. Instead of creating new stories, they're Dude. just reusing the old. Like right now, Lilo and Stitch is up for the next one of the next what? ones to be redone in as a you know non animated remake. Uh, Little Mermaid they're looking at potentially doing. That would be freaky. I would not like that one. That one scared me as a kid as it was. I L- Little Mermaid. Well, it's just the like the octopus, like scary evil lady. Just, oh, okay. Ooh, she gave me heebie-jeebies, man. I wasn't sure if it was Lilo and Stitch or <laughs> no, no, Little Mermaid. But yes, yeah, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, what? and they said it's being uh, written by a horror writer, Mike oh. Van Ways, who wrote The Crooked Man. So is he going to make Lilo and Stitch horror? Don't know. That'd be sick. You know, recently they did what Mulan. They did Aladdin as remakes. Um, you know, non-animated. Yeah. They did those. Uh, and they continue to do these over and over. And st- again, instead of creating new stories, instead of creating something new, you're resting on your laurels of what you've already done. If you were to apply the same thing to a business, uh, someone would come in and con- you know, as a consultant, be like, "Oh, what's yeah. wrong with your business?" They'd be like, "You're not you're innovating. Not <laughs> you're not, yeah, you're you're being stagnant. You're doing nothing that moves the status forward. You're doing everything that you have done because." It's how it's always been done. I don't know if you've ever had that conversation at work of like, you can't do this just because that's the way it's always been done. You, if you can find a new way to do it and do it better, let's do it. You know? right. Instead of doing this, this 40 step process and we can get down to two, why aren't we doing the two? Because yeah. the 40 steps just, we know it works. So, you know? Yep. So, <laughs> stage one of a stagnant company, we've always done it that way. Huh. That's stage one. Stage two of a stagnant company. I am too old to change. You know, you, you never change. You never learn how to do something new. Now, some would argue, oh, they're learning how to do a Lilo and Stitch from animated to live action. You're just animating it a different way. You're animating instead of hand-drawn, you're animating it with computer CGI. You could argue that it's technically different and you have done it a different way, but in the end, you're animating. 
Right. You're not changing the story. You're not changing the status quo. You might change some of the jokes and some of the dialogue around, but the overall right. fundamentals are the same. Right. You're redoing Cinderella, redoing, you know, if they are. You know, uh, I don't know. Well, don't sense. give them that idea. <laughs> you bet you know. It's, it's already got you know, an idea. You know, all of them are probably in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just a matter of when to release it and when it makes sense. Yep. So, you know, I am too old to change. That's a second sign of a stagnating culture inside of a company. You apply that to America and to our various institutions which make media, it unfortunately is kind of getting that way. You know, once a band kind of fits, finds its style, it kind of stays there. Sticks. Yes, it's commercially successful for them. But they're not always trying something new, which some bands are like and some bands don't. Yeah. But I, yeah. but overall, our, our media, how we consume news, how we consume music, how we consume movies, they're all the same. It's like every couple of years we repeat the same storylines. We, 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 we. Yeah. What else is new? Yep. Nothing. You know, next thing is losing our childlike curiosity. You know, how often do people go, well this person didn't play the drums the way I'd like them to do, so therefore I am going to discount them. Bah. You know, you, you hear that all the time. It's like when people are reviewing music or reviewing movies or yeah. reviewing books. It's like they bring, they don't care for any sort of experimentation. Whether you like it or not, you have to give an artist credit when they experiment sometimes. Yeah, they're trying to, I mean, get out of a, I guess, I don't know, comfort zone. Yeah, kind of thing. When you try to bring it safe, when you try to bring everything into conformity, it just gets dull, really quick. Where that be music, video games, books, oh, movies. Yeah. See, oh my gosh, that's what I hate with, especially with music. Oh, I, just as far as like sounds go, because yeah, you can okay, you can change the sounds, mm-hmm. whatever it's whatever. But it's like, I guess I'm just like looking at this as far as a. Uh, um, like everything's like programmed now. Yeah. You know, and you'll find like that golden like sound that like it's just great. But then if you just use that for everything, it's like, okay, this sucks now. That's just it that's one thing that drives me nuts with how like technology is getting better because now a lot of stuff is just samples. You don't have to have a band going and actually record anything. You just Tell them, all right, well, this is what we want to do in this song or whatever. They'll throw it together and put it all out there, whatever. I mean, okay, if you can play it, cool. But right. it's, that's that's one thing I guess I like um, for the whole recording process. Like some guys, like they still use actual like drum recordings into this stuff. Like that just... Even with that in and of itself, like you're not going to get two drummers and have them play on something and they'll sound the same. Like there'll be differences in the drummer, and then even like with gear as well. But anywho, um, I guess that's like one thing is like you lose as you talk about. There's like that conformity or whatever. It's like there's no, there's nothing unique about anybody else anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just all. All right, well, this is the best, so, I mean, might as well just put that out. And I hate that also, because then it's like, the recording sounds great, but then if you ever go see a band live, it's just like, all right, now you're just disappointing, because you don't sound as good as you do on this recording kind of thing. I don't know. Like, listening to a couple bands lately, 
and hearing them live and then listening to them on like their recordings. I liked them a lot better live than I did the recording. Why? I guess I don't know. I guess I, I don't know if like how it depends on I guess maybe how they did the recording or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just when you brought them live, it just sounded so much more full and lively and like exciting, which the recording may not always capture, depending on how it's done. I don't know. Yeah, I my gosh, I could go. I I can go off. I don't know. All right. At least when it comes to music, that's the only thing I know anything about. Okay. Yeah, and it's one of the things, that, you know, as you're kind of thinking through the things of, like, you know, you keep seeing, like, we talked about all the reboots and remakes and all yeah. that other stuff. It's like, why do we keep seeing that? I, I think part of it is some of that nostalgia factor kicking in. Everyone yeah. wants to see Superman, Batman in a new movie. They want to see that. Yeah. And here's the thing. Because they were pretty successful in the past. It's, got, it's bound to be successful now. Well, not only that, but the people who finance the creation of the movie are going to look and like, oh, this is successful in the past, and go, this will be successful in the future, more than likely. Right. So we'll be willing to do it. Now, if Aaron all of a sudden writes this script about a drummer who falls in love with an apple and they get married under a hornet's nest, <laughs> I don't know. I just started I do, singing to get words. <laughs> I will pay to see that movie. <laughs> Yeah, but let's say you bring that script forward, right? And the studio's like, yeah, we want to make this movie because it, it's some deep, artsy movie, you know, somehow. <laughs> and the financing people are going to look at it and be like, yeah, this looks good, but this isn't with proven characters. Maybe include Batman or Superman in it and <laughs> make it a, a Batman story. And all no. of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, another Batman reboot. <laughs> no. <laughs> I refuse. So nah. that that's I think part of it as well is, is we let our financial institutions control our cultural institutions right. as well. We're not doing things to do for uh, necessarily art and, it's all for and the that money. it's how, how can I make, can a, make? how how much money can I make back? Will I be able to make money on this? Will I be able? To, and it's like oh we know this story sold well. Let's repackage it, change some lines, change the actor, and. Um, we it's, got something new. Now, so, and that's the one thing I will give Marvel somewhat credit for. And I say somewhat. Because right. they're taking inspiration from a lot of their comic books. They're not taking stories directly. And they're repackaging them as movies and making them all fit together. They're not rebooting, you know, Captain America every five minutes. They're not rebooting Black Panther every five minutes. They're not rebooting Ant-Man every five minutes. It's how do we make this continue on? Look, they made... Uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America, they made him old and retired at, in the in the movies, you know, and then they brought on a TV series about continuing on the legacy of Captain America, you know, Falcon and the Winter Sh- uh, Soldier. I haven't right. seen it myself. I've read reviews on it in that, mixed reviews, but they at least continued the story. They didn't say, oh, we made uh, Steve Rogers old. Now we're going to reboot everything, and Steve Rogers is now in, in um, boot camp again. We're going to start Avengers all over again from the beginning. But no, <laughs> it's, <laughs> what was, I remember, uh, even with, um, yeah, basically like video games, like mm-hmm. look at all like the Call of Duties and stuff like that, I guess. I don't know. Some, well, I guess, cause there is still like, I guess for like, as far as story mode, if there is like much of a story mode, I suppose there's more going on there, but for the most part, 
it's just all the same stuff, just different skins on things. I yeah. don't know. It's just all so repetitive. Yeah, and I, I, I look at, like I said, like the Final Fantasies, like, and I'll give them credit for Final Fantasy VII. It's a remake. So it's, they're not just upgrading the graphics and the technology. Because remember, Final Fantasy VII came out on PlayStation 1. We're at PlayStation 5 now. <laughs> so it's been a few years. Yeah. You know? Now, they've re-released Final Fantasy VII a few times, both for phones and for Switch and for PC and for various other consoles. You know, they re-released the old version a couple times and changed a few little things here and there. But for the remake, they actually rebuilt the whole thing from the ground up. Oh, you wow. know, new yeah. graphics, but they also changed the entire story. Oh, wow. It's the same My characters, yeah. but it's a completely different story. Oh. And a lot of the story revolves around how you're not destined to repeat the same things that you did in the past and you can change it. And I'm like, yes, more of that in our culture, more of that in our media, more of that in those who decide to say, we're going to make a movie about Spider-Man the fourth time being bitten for the fifth time again. <laughs> or let's make, you know, the 10th animated Spider-Man TV series with him starting off in episode one of being bitten on the hand by a spider again. We all know pretty much nowadays, pretty much everyone is aware how Peter Parker got his abilities and his powers. To, I guess I don't. Was it, wasn't the second, like, set? Of well, second trilogy, I guess, of Spider Man. Didn't he like? I don't. Did he get bitten by a spider? Or did he make the little contraptions on his own? He still got bitten, and he still had got some of the abilities. He not every incarnation of Spider Man could like shoot webs out of his body. Uh, some built, you know, machines. Yeah, I thought he had the little like yeah gizmo web shooters. But he still got you know some of that endurance and that strength and gotcha. the, the, some of those other from abilities the... from the spider bite. Uh, so the, again, how it all starts stays the same. What happens in the middle might change a little bit and how it ends is always, cause it's always the same love interest every time too. Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Whether it's the animated series or the movies or the reboot one or the reboot two or the reboot three or the secret <laughs> wars or, you know, whatever. It's always the same. MJ. Uh. They can't create a new version and, and that's why i'm kind of glad like when they brought around the miles morales and there were a bunch of people like oh it's always been peter parker you're trying something new with yeah. it, with it uh that when dc comics good. did their whole event with the new 52 and they broke all the continuity and all the timelines away from how it used to be and people got an uproar that was great because they're trying new stories with their characters of course, enough people freaked out enough and caused an uproar that they caused the Flashpoint event, which then caused the reintroduction of the old continuity into the new continuity and, yeah, all fun <laughs> stuff going on there. Wow. You know, in, in, in regard to that, a lot of times it's our fault as a society, as a people, as a culture, when we reject, when artists try new things and say, no, 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 we have to go back to our nostalgia factor. Well, it's safe. You know, that's that's why bands are re-releasing their same album. Oh, we changed one symbol hit by our new album. Oh, we changed one thing by our new album. You know, if they re-record, like, whole new drums for a song or songs on an album, yeah, that's that cool. great. And they added new parts into some of their songs. Yeah, that's great. I, that, that gives me 
a lot more. Cool. They're trying to advance it other than just recycle and regurgitate. Right. They're not a cow ruminating on the same pieces of material over and over again, <laughs> chewing on it, regurgitating it, chewing on it, regurgitating, chewing on it, regurgitating. They're like, no, we did this. We're not happy with it. We want to change what happened make with it. Make it better. Make it better and re-release it. And then you have those bands that aren't making anything new at all. They're just re-releasing remasters and remakes of yeah. their old songs. It's like, uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> you liked it at the beginning. You should like it now, right? Yes, I want to be able to hear a little more treble on the vocals. Woohoo! That makes me want to buy a new album. You know, it's like say same thing for video games and everything yeah. else. Yeah. And you, you kind of look at it with our news as well. Kind of goes through that same kind of cultural. It, 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 like we always have to stay on the same topic all the time and we go in these cycles you know unfortunately you know look at what's going on right now with afghanistan and that right now it's not helpful and i look at all this and i wonder if stuff like that new york is doing if that's going to cause some cultural stagnation locally inside of new york so are you aware mr johnson of what new york is doing as far as restrictions and requirements for entering buildings aren't they making it mandatory for a or trying to make it mandatory for a vaccine yeah so starting uh, i forget if it's september october uh somewhere in there they're going to start requiring that you show proof of vaccination to be able to go into most public spaces now, when I say go into most public spaces, we're talking like if you want to go to a bar, go to a concert, go to a sporting event, stuff like that, uh, where it's indoor. Not, it's not for stuff like offices and that, you know, where you work, but anything where public and culture happens. And the, the thing that makes me kind of hopeful that this will be overturned at some point here is that there's no medical exemptions for it. So I'm hoping for that. But what my fear is but that by doing that, right? All of a sudden, you're going to have the people who maybe would want to be able to visit maybe some of these places, like a museum or a concert, and they won't be able to. Oh, because looking at New York, actually, um, they released the statistics on the vaccinated there, and it is very disproportionate oh. on who is vaccinated. On who is vaccinated? Yes. It's very disproportionate that minorities are not vaccinated in New York City. And, you know, there's a fear then that if there's no exemptions and they can't go into these places, they're going to be excluded from even local culture happening that they can be a part of. And it's interesting to read through the exemptions. Like, let's say you were hired as a musician to a bar there. Yeah. And you're from out of state. You and... Anyone who went that's a family member, friend, or was employed by you could go into the bar without showing proof of vaccination. What? But a local New Yorker couldn't go into that said bar without showing proof of vaccination. You know, and they said the same thing, like, you know, if you're visiting a sports, you know, group, you could go in without proof and all these other things. It's like, but everyone else has to show that proof. So uh, just on a micro level, you know, not we're not talking macro level like all, all of the United States. On a micro level, just one city, you might see that segregation of culture happening. Yeah, that's going to be unpleasant. Because all of a sudden, those people that maybe would go to a concert, 
would go and hang out with others, would go to a book reading, a book signing, would go to a, you know, a, a museum of some sort and be engaged in that process. Can't. Not anymore. And I'm not talking about people who are choosing not to get the vaccine. Um, and again, if you get or not the vaccine, that's between you and your doctor. I, you know, I don't care about that. What I'm talking about is those people in New York who maybe medically can't get a vaccine. Well, shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And they are, you know, their doctor's like, hey. They have to miss out. They're like, their, do- their doctor's like, hey, you know what? Because of these pre-existing conditions or because of this, you shouldn't take the vaccine. Um, right. And they won't be allowed to go to those places. Even with a negative test result, they wouldn't be able to enter those places. And so that's where you're going to start seeing potentially... Uh, on the micro scale, on the small scale, that change and shift in culture and that stagnation of the culture. I mean, how many how many bands get their start playing in small bars and that? Right. You know, technically, the band, since they're not employed by the bar on a regular basis, would be allowed to go in and play. But if no one can go and watch them... Right. What's the point of it, then? What's, what's going to happen? Playing for nobody. And then all you're going to have or is you're going to have... The Eagles tribute band, the Beatles tribute band, and that's all you're going to have in America then as bands. Oh, gosh. There's already tribute bands. Uh, I know there's already tribute bands, but, you know, that that obviously that's an extreme uh, yeah. way of where that could go. But, but when you only are regurgitating the past. Right. Well, I, I guess with that, though, also, I mean, if there's nobody able to go into these bars and see people playing and stuff like that, I mean... One, they're not going to be able to get paid then. Because it's like the place that's hosting it isn't going to be making the money to pay them. So there's that too. Yeah, I and mean, they're going to make some money. Don't get me wrong. There's always going to be some people at the bar, but it's not going to be as diverse a culture and diverse a crowd as yeah. you would like. You might have a band that goes and plays at a bar and it's only old white women and that's it. And you're Sick. like, our demographic is not that. <laughs> Right. Our demographic is the younger generation, right. you know, the 20s or 30s who are figuring out their thing. I want to do new stuff. Yeah. But yeah, not all of them do, I guess. Some like to play it safe and get that money cash flow going. So that's where I'm, it'll be uh, interesting to watch that happening and what happens over in New York over the next couple months as these things are enforced, put in place and how things flow. And it might go well, but it might not go well. It could go south. It could go south. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But as we watch culture as a whole, as we watch, um, you know, look at your favorite TV shows that are non-news, you know, and how many of them get reboots or remakes or, you know, stuff like that. You know, one of my favorite shows, I'll admit, Battlestar Galactica. Uh That was a reboot. Uh Of an older version of it. It was a reboot of a reboot. Uh, not a reboot of a reboot, just a reboot. Yeah. But they are talking about a reboot of the reboot. Oh, no. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that has been in the talks. Oh, no. You know. Star Trek had a reboot. You had the Kelvin timeline Star Trek and the non-Kelvin timeline Star Trek. So the Star Trek movies that have been most recent, those are a reboot. Because those are set in the original era. Those are set with with uh, Spock and Kirk, Kirk and that. Yeah. But these are new stories, different timeline, 
different things. At least for them, I'll give them this. They're trying different stories. They're not going, okay, we're going to take season one, episode one, and regurgitate that into a movie <laughs> uh, with new characters playing it. So I give them that. But at the same time, we're still getting that that, that, that redone. Right. That's, we're yeah, we're not getting new characters. We're not getting new ways on how they interact. They're still going back to their tried and true ways on things. <laughs> Yes. At least for Fast and the Furious. Maybe they'll they'll bring up the you know, the little kids from the parents of of Dom and stuff. They'll hit their kids are gonna take over the movies and then they're gonna just keep making Fast and the Furious movies until the end of the days. So we're we we'll be able to see Fast and Furious fifty at some point. Yeah. Pretty much. Cool. So I'm happen. looking forward to it. I, I'll I'll buy I'll buy a ticket to go see it. Yeah, you do that. Okay. <laughs> but we, yeah. So that that's where I'm kind of like, we're not producing new stuff. We're just producing regurgitations of old stuff. For the most part, we're just doing the same thing over and over. And now there's a difference between doing the same theme over and over again. Because there's only so many themes you can do. Man versus technology, man versus himself, man versus everyone. Those are themes in books that are very common. And you can have many variations on it. The story can be redone multiple times on it. And, we can, and it's great. But when you're taking the same story every single time, it's like... <sighs> it's just like, can, can we, can, can we not skin. do that? Can we not do that anymore? But we can do it. But should we is the question. Because shouldn't we always be taking our culture forward? Shouldn't we always be innovating, changing, learning new things, and trying new things? Uh, we should probably just do it. No, we know makes money. Because at the end of the day, money makes the world go round, Paul. You know? <laughs> right? Am I? Am I? Am I wrong? Well, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to a point, money kind of it does keeps yes. the world going. But it does, but I, is that the most important thing for you? Absolutely not. No. You know, um, if that's the most important thing that you're going after, then okay, cool. Uh, redo Spider-Man 3,000 different times. You know, release a new version every year. Yeah. You know, well, this, <laughs> this year alone... They released two different versions of He-Man on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have the Kevin Smith He-Man, which um, they build as a spiritual successor and sequel to the original He-Man from the 80s. Okay, fine, whatever. But then there was another He-Man completely that was done separate of the Kevin Smith one that was completely done differently. It's like, huh? And, and I will say they changed one of the iconic lines from He-Man, by the way. Oh. Uh, so what's the iconic line from He-Man when he s pulls his sword aloft to summon uh, down the lightning uh, and the power? Gee, uh, I have the power. Is that really it? Yeah. Oh. And he's like, I have the power. Whatever. Now it's, we have the power. And it's a bunch of, you know, people coming along and. I mean, okay. I would, <laughs> I, I would play it, but copyright. <laughs> oh, for sure. Don't need that. 
So, you know, stuff like that that's going on. You know, and with He-Man, you know, even back then, they tried doing some things like She-Ra, which turned out to be his sister and... You know, she was in a different universe, and she could call upon the power of Grace Call same way as like He Man, but female version. They were at least trying. They weren't sitting on the laurels and saying. Now, obviously, they did that because, at least back in the days, I'm, I don't know if you're aware of this, but especially cartoons in the '80s, what were they mostly for? In the '80s? Yeah. What were cartoons mostly for? Uh, I had. Isn't like what they supported? Yeah. What were what, 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 cartoons were not necessarily supposed to be as much entertainment. Like you have nowadays in culture, especially like Japan, you have anime and you have anime movies and all that. You know, they stand on their own. They're for entertainment, they're for the purposes of things. Yeah. But back in the 80s, when you had a cartoon like He Man and Transformers and that, they weren't so much um, cartoons for entertainment. Yes, they were entertaining for kids, yeah. but they were. Ways to drive toy sales. Oh. So that's why they went from, you know, just having He-Man to then they had She-Ra. They're trying to build upon their base of who they can sell toys to. Oh. Transformers was the same way. You you built new Transformers, and it wasn't like, oh, we're going to do this, and we're just going to... It's, did that make money for them or not? Yeah. Huh. You know, it's a completely different mindset than we have today. You know, it, whereas then it was, we're doing this solely for money, but it's a good way to make money. It's a good way to be entertaining. And now it's money. making money on the actual uh, animation versus everything else. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't around in the 80s, so I don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So you huh. have all this going on, and that's why I kind of look at him like, if our culture is in decline, just in that regard, right? What's yeah. that going to do for everything else that we do? Because culture is always kind of like that leading indicator of where we as a country as a whole are going. Uh, we're going down. You know, and... And this was from 2019, so before COVID, <laughs> before COVID started uh, to hit us, right? Pew Research Center—they're—they're they're one of the leading, you know, polling places out there. They're—they're they're highly respected, highly regarded, NewsGuard certified. So, okay, uh, they did this poll in, in 2019, and some of these questions are fairly insightful. And you're like, well, what does this have to do with how we do stuff like movies and TV and music and all that other stuff? I, I, I see it as closely related because if we're not willing to innovate in those ideas for art, we're not willing to innovate and think of how to handle the problems that are coming our way, be they COVID, Afghanistan, how lockdowns, etc., so, back in 2019, Pew Research Center asked, When the public looks to the future of the U.S. over the next 30 years, they see a country declining in stature on the world stage. 60% of respondents said the U.S. would be less important in the world. 
31% said the U.S. will be more important, but 60% said we'll be less. A widening gap between the haves and the have-nots. Gap between the rich and the poor will grow. 73% agreed with that statement. Gap between the rich and poor will get smaller. 19% agreed with that statement. Growing political polarization. Country will be more politically divided. Right. 65% agreed with that statement versus 26% saying be less divided. Jeez. Are they worried that the country's political leadership are not up to the challenge? Not at all worried, 2%. <laughs> Very worried, 98. Not too worried, 10%. Oh, oh, okay, not too worried. Fairly worried, 39%. Very worried about the ability of political leaders to solve the country's biggest problems, 48%. Yeah, that is the biggest percentage um, with their... And, you know, the, that kind, again, where I say that's our culture, how we do art is that leading indicator. If we're willing to stagnate on that, we're not going to be willing to, st- to continue coming up with new things for other things. And I see that even with me, and this is a very micro example, okay? If I'm not willing to change on how I learn how to edit, how to record stuff, I notice I don't take the time or the energy to learn how to program better, how to do stuff for work better. Huh. The creativity aspects I have are that leading indicator to how I do my non-creative functions at work. Interesting. You know, and, and it's... That's kind of... Like I said, that's a very micro, very micro example. Right. But but that might be something that other people would like, huh, yeah, you know, look at. You know, people who tend to be more artistic, more, you know, I say artsy-fartsy, you know, more creative, <laughs> they tend to, for the most part, come up with weird and great ideas on how to do their work. You know why? Because they're willing to think outside the box. They're not willing to look at something and say, well, I've always done it this way, so therefore I have to continue to do it this way. They, they're the ones who look at something and say, I can do this a better way, a different way, and it might just work. And then they'll try it, and if it works, great, and if it doesn't, they go, okay, i go back to the other way, but Square. at least I tried it. Right. They can find where there's improve, improvement needed. Yeah. And hopefully, progress overall. So I'm looking forward to see how this uh, progresses in that regard. And and I want to see our culture stop stagnating. I want to see us stop doing reboots of the same thing over and over and over. It's like beating a dead horse. And over. Uh, we've beaten the dead horse so many times. It's, <laughs> it's, it's turned into dust, flour, and we can and make pancakes out of the dust of it. Yes, there are always some some stories, you know, the the hero overcoming adversity and, you know, those themes are always going to be there. But how does it actually look? How is it actually done? And you're always going to have a variation of He-Man. Cool. And by the way, I'm looking at the screenshots for this new 
version of He-Man. It looks like everyone's become like a mech. Orko is now looks like a mech. <laughs> huh. You remember Orko, the little floating magician guy? Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah, he looks like a mech, and it's just like, no, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, when we don't have innovation, when we don't have things to change, I mean, okay, prime example. I'm looking at an iPhone right now, right? This thing looks exactly the same. This is every other iPhone. <laughs> like, like back to iPhone 7. Maybe the size of the screen has gotten larger. And the, don't forget about the cameras. Yeah, but other than that, it's the same. And they go, oh, we brought all these new software features. Let's say you have a browser, a camera, a cell phone, you know, where you can make calls. You have um, abilities to do download apps. Cool. Navigate on a map. Cool. I could do that all the way back to 3GS version. Well, wait a... Yeah, some of the new processing power is cool, but that's not innovative. I'm not doing new things. Some The VR portion is probably the newest thing that you could do, like where you could, you know... Have time of flight sensors on the back take and measure distances in real time of your environment and place objects in 3D in real time on a live image. Huh. Okay, that's an innovation. But other than that, guess what? Oh, look, I have icons on the screen that I can click on. That's all you need. Don't and, get much better than that. And people will pay $1,000 a year for a new phone that's that is just a little faster than the previous year's. Or maybe we can capture a couple more pixels on the previous years. Samsung, I will give them credit at least. They're like, oh, we're going to try this new type of lens. We're going to try to do a telephone lens of 10x optical. Oh, now you can have 100x zoom digital. It's crazy. They're trying something. <sighs> when you have, you know, headphone companies making the same thing, you're like, how long has the QC35s been out for Bose? They're getting ready to release the QC... The next version. Really? Uh, I guess that's yeah, probably been a while. You know, it, it's like, oh, we tweaked the noise canceling just a little bit, but the sound profile is exactly the same. Then why would I care unless I'll find <laughs> that broken? Right, true. You know, I, I look around. Because it's the newest model. If you don't have the newest model, you're not cool. I look around here and I see uh -oh. the different guitars and that. And they're either made of different material or their frets are different, different or they're tuning yeah. different. You yes. know, for the for those cases, you know, they're at least trying something new on them. They're not just, here, everyone have the same guitar and Sorry. that's it. You've had innovation and differences. Elon Musk would not be the person he is without trying things. Elon. Breaking things. I mean, they just announced that uh, this... this this will get a lot of people upset, probably. Uh -oh. They're hoping the next year or two to release essentially the Telsa robot to automatically do things that humans normally would do. You know, repetitive tasks that human would do, the Tesla robot would do. Dude, my job is gone. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to release, they're hoping to start beta testing that like the next year or two. Wow. But how would we get there unless you're trying new things?
Right. He wouldn't have gone to the electric car and pushed that in shit forward without trying See, things. SpaceX. But now we're going to turn into freaking iRobot. You know, I might not agree 100% with, you know, Elon Musk and what he's done with everything, but I can't deny that he has at least tried. That's true. I can't deny that we, we've seen this over and over again where um, various states, people will flee the states like California. California actually lost uh, seats in the House. Because of how many people left? Yeah. And oh. other states gained, you know, seats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because of people, population changing. But here's the thing that they're, that's starting to happen now. People leave California because they don't like the taxes or they don't like the policy or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we want better taxes policy. And then they vote for the same policies that happened in California and bringing them to their new places. <sighs> and so you're starting to hear people go, stop voting like you did in California and bringing, you know, this yeah, over Yeah, the here. same issues to a different place. Instead of saying, hey... You came here for a reason. You came here because we're different. We came here because we're doing things a little differently than you, you did are. before. Yeah. That's why you came here. Hey, maybe investigate that and see how that does for you. Yeah. Instead of, oh, nope, I get to go back to how I wanted it before. You stagnated. You're not willing to change. You're not willing to see things differently. Jeez. And we have these things happening every day across the United States. Now, don't get me wrong, this is probably happening in other countries as well, but it's happening in the United States and we're having those interesting conversations. Yeah. We're having those interesting changes. We're having that stagnation completely. I mean, how long can a company survive? Besides Apple. Apple is the weird example. <laughs> but if they don't change their product and innovate on it, would... Sure, microphones be the company they are without increasing the quality and ability of the microphones to reproduce sound accurately or not, without bringing new abilities to connect the microphones, new innovative changes. They wouldn't be. Would Elgato be the company they are with the Stream Deck, the lights, and the various pieces of technology that they sell to streamers without being able to innovate on them on a semi-frequent basis? No. They don't regurgitate the same thing day in, day out, over and over again. They actually update, change, innovate. And we need to do that as a culture in all of the art spaces that we're involved in. So whether you're a musician, whether you're uh, an artist, whether you're a programmer, whether you're a podcaster, whether you're whatever, if it's artsy in any way, don't feel that you have to comply and do what someone else has done. Don't feel you have to become the same format as Joe Rogan. Don't feel that you have to copy the Beatles format. Uh, Don't feel that you have to copy anything like that. Be true to your brand, your identity. Expand, explore, try out new things. That's the only way we continue to grow. As a society, as a whole. That's the only way we can do that. 